Hello, and welcome to Atomic Radio Half Hour. We are the show that dives into the wreckage of post-apocalyptia. My name's Declan, and I'm also here with... Your unprepared, on-vacation co-host, Vince. Let's jump into it. Okay. So, today we are doing our first Atomic Radio Half Hour it's a little bit of a break from the usual format because we have some things going on. Vince is on vacation. He deserves a vacation at this point. How many weeks have we been doing this? So many. This is episode, this would be episode 20. Yeah. So we're almost to a, to a milestone. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just, I had this planned um, in the summer shortly after we started doing this and uh, it just kind of crept up on me, even though I knew it was coming. I was just like, oh shit, I'm leaving. I mean, that's just kind of how life works. Yeah. So, I didn't want to deny anybody of an episode, so I thought, you know what? Uh, let Declan do it. <laughs> so, you'll be in my hands today. Um, because mm. it is an Atomic Radio half hour, we're going to kind of keep it a little bit more freeform, a little more, a little more open, and I'm going to not really do so much of a lore, but kind of talk about our feelings about a beloved game in the franchise. And... This is my New Vegas episode. Oh? Yeah. I just want to talk about what we really like about New Vegas, what we don't like, and just kind of, like, have a good old talk about it. What I like about New Vegas is that it's pretty much just a mod for Fallout 3. Yeah. Um, more or less. More or less. I feel like a little bit less because of the amount of just shit that they packed into it and the improvements they made on uh, on the engine at the time. Especially, like, oh, Iron yeah. Sights are a big one. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. But it also just kind of feels like it's like, like, I'm just playing what I just played two years ago, but brown. It's familiar. Yeah. But not too familiar. (laughs) Do you remember that? (laughs) Remember that episode of My Brother, My Brother, Me, where they're like, do you have brown for the ice cream? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's just picture. I just pictured Bethesda went to Obsidian and was like, uh, yeah, so we want, like, this game, but, like, you know, do you have brown? (laughs) <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you know, we could actually do brown with a little bit of orange in there, too. Yeah. For flavor. Did you so, did you keep the 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 uh, HUD and everything? Did you keep that orange or did you change it to green? Because I hate not playing when it's green. And I know that's stupid. I but... change it up based on my playthrough. Really? Yeah. My, like, uh, lawbringer type of man, I leave it, like, a dusty, like, yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, on my energy weapons build, I did it blue. Ooh. Um, and I think I had just, like, a regular, like, middle-of-the-line, like, guns and melee and just, like, kind of like a jack-of-all-trades, and I did do it green. Cool. It helps me also see on the little thumbnail which save is who, so that helps. Really? Yeah, because sometimes I'll just make a meme save on PC and just go in and just kill everyone because I can. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Actually, I've been playing a mod playthrough right now, and I accidentally found a way to kill kids, which is don't do it. Killing kids is bad. Wait, why? Um, I'm just saying in general, don't kill kids. Oh, I thought you said like in the game, because I was going to say 76 is the first Fallout game where we can, where we can kill kids. Wait, really? Yeah. I didn't know that, really? Yeah, dude. You don't think fucking XXX Pussy Slayer 69 XXX <laughs> is in a 10-year-old? Like, I suppose you're right. Um, but yeah, I got a quest or I got a mod that basically 
disabled the tag for essential NPCs because I wanted to kill one particular person. I forget who it was, but they were essential. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to say no to that. But kids I don't think have that's that nest- tag. Are you sure? Yeah, it was. Um, Because I, I thought there was only was. one essential NPC in New Vegas. No, not that I know of. It's not just Yes Man? No, it wasn't uh it wasn't Yes Man. It was somebody else. I forget who it was. But they were essential for some reason, and I was like, I actually want you dead and I don't care if I fail quests for it. So, I went and I got the mod and that also apparently unchecks it for kids. So I was wow. like, "Hey kid, give me the C finder." And I like punched him in the face and he just died cuz it was an unarmed build. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't want this to happen. I didn't want the toy gun that bad. I would have fucking beat the shit out of that child. <laughs> I'd been like, take this. And for every other ca- child character I couldn't kill. I don't, like, I get it. Like, they don't want to kill children because it'll, the ESRB will be like, ray, ray, ray. But like, it's a, they're pixels. Yeah. I mean, so, anyone that const- construed video games as real life needs, has other priorities they have to address. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking at this thing right here. It says in New Vegas there are a few essential NPCs aside from children, one of which is the robot Victor, who is essential early game. Uh Victor is unconscious will happen. All companions are essential unless playing hardcore mode. Yes man is also one of the very few essential characters except for the fact that he just keeps respawning. During the quest GI Blues Oris will sh- shoot some free side thugs. Uh the shots are scripted. So it's not real. They're they're fatigued. Yeah, that's about it. Huh. And this is I, I just I went on essential characters. I just typed in Fallout New Vegas essential essential characters, and it took me right to the wiki. Huh. I'm not sure who it was. Maybe I was trying to kill Victor. I don't no, know. No, it's why. okay. You're just a dirty fucking liar. It's fine. No, I mean, I for some reason ended up with this mod. No, it's fine. Don't worry. You wanted to kill children. Just say it. No, that's. I I would only want that in Skyrim. I feel yeah. like they deserve it more in Skyrim. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say you're wrong. I yeah. think if any game needs essential NPC death is Fallout Four because half the fucking characters feel like they're essentials. Yeah, I want to meet Des. I, I, you probably can meet Desdemona, Desdemona and Shooter, but like, just fucking let me kill people. Yeah, that was definitely one of the ones I got that for my Fallout Four play, uh, recent playthrough too. Um, and I was just like, you know what? These people deserve death because everyone sucks. I don't Except Preston Garvey. Preston. He's all right. Uh, oh, I was going to say, get the fuck out of here, Preston. Yeah, Preston's all right. He can live. Um, what is, um, your favorite part of New Vegas? You put a lot of hours into it, right? Um, my favorite part of New Vegas. That could be like story. It could be a location. Just like what really just like butters your okay. egg roll. What butters my egg roll? Yeah. Uh, I like little shit about New Vegas because I think New Vegas kind of does a little bit of a better job of diving into like post-apocalyptic type of environment. Like Novak is just the no vacancy sign that only half of it works. Yeah, like I love um, that shit. Like the little shit tiny like attention to detail. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know because I feel like New Vegas and 3 are such similar games except for the fact that one is – like all of the things I have to say good about – three arguably could be said about new vegas except that in new vegas everything's open and kind of desolate and bland where when it's desolate 
in Fallout 3, it's more interesting because it's in a more interesting location, I guess. Because a desert... I mean, let's not sit here and lie to ourselves. A desert in pre- or post-apocalyptia looks the same. It's mostly the same Minus the monsters. You know what I mean? So... When I'm walking through downtown D.C. and I'm walking through the rubble of buildings that have collapsed and walking through the remnants of skulls from 200 years that are just laying about in the street versus I'm – like if I went to the Mojave Desert right now and walked around, you know what I would find? Sand and cactus. And scorpions and skeletons of living beings. Uh, It takes place in 2281. Okay, so that's not so too I, far off from the timeline of Fallout 3. No, it's uh, 8, 9, 10. It's four years after. Yeah. Probably. If I get it wrong, I'm sorry. I went to a public school. But, like, if I were to go to the desert right now or go to the desert 200 and, and four years in the future, it's going to look the same. I think the part that makes New Vegas stand out is... The juxtaposition of, oh, we have desert, that's nothing, and then we have, like, really interesting locations. See, I don't think they, the locations were all that interesting. Like, Hoover Dam is a really cool idea, and so is the Strip, if the Strip could have been done a little better, and I get its limitations, and that's why you can't you can't walk with th- between yeah. the three pieces. I understand that. Having the Strip as one cell is, it's a lot. Like, no, I, I have a that. mod for it, and it even, like, it even struggles on my computer. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, but I understand that. Like, I, I get that it, it's a lot for, um, I get that it's a lot for the, for the, for the, the system, especially when it was all on, uh, like the Xbox and the PS3. I understand it. But even when I go into the strip, it should be fun. Like, it should have this, like, it just was kind of like, this is the this part, and this is the that part. Like, this is the part where my house is, and this is the part where, uh, John Travolta lives, and then the other one is where Satan lives, and then the other one is where the cannibals live, and then it's like the the third part of the strip. I don't. There's Michelangelo, and that's like all I remember. Yeah, I think the embassy is in that part too. Yeah, like it just. I don't. I don't know. I and I don't. I don't want to come off thinking like. I don't want people to think by me saying this. I don't think New Vegas is a bad game. I just think it could have been bigger like i think it could have and when i say bigger i mean like bigger in the sense of of like this i don't know how to the scope of it i guess because the game itself scoping is a big thing in games well do you understand what i mean by scope yeah like you would have liked to see a little bit more except for like oh it's new vegas that's interesting and then there's like nothing else well no what do you mean by that you can tell that a lot of the energy of new vegas went into new vegas freeside and west side yeah Based on just how it's like laid out and designed. And I think what you're getting at is that you would have liked to see things of equal interest, just kind of more of it. Yeah, I, I just like to I'd like to see things more developed. That's like fair. I was watching uh, I was watching something and I forget who, who made the video. It was a review of Fallout 4. And the guy's like, what do you mean nobody's tried cleaning up the streets of Boston? And it's like, what have people really been trying to do to clean up the West Coast? Like, the, New hmm. Vegas was the first the first time we had seen the West Coast since Fallout 2. Right? Yeah. And yes. Fallout 1 and 2 seem, and they're also very different games, seem very clean. Almost. Like, when you play them, like, you go to Shady Sands and it's like, okay, everything's kind of sandy, but it's not like there's junk everywhere. We have walls and shit. 
you go to junk yeah, like there was there's establishment yeah so it's like do you really want to play a fallout game where everything is quote-unquote cleaned up or do you want to play it where it's like there's shit and you have to sift through the stuff like i don't care and it's not even so much of like no one would try to do it yeah people would try to do it but you know what people learn that the only way for you to make make a dollar make a cap out in the wasteland is by robbing, cheating, and, and and killing. So you get people that want to get on the straight and narrow, but then you see people that are going, these idiots are trying to work for money when we can go out and we could maraud. And and, and it's like that that balance of like, yeah, there's, there's, there's morals, but do they really exist now? Like we saw how the old world works. We understand to an extent, here's these police stations that we can, through context clues, kind of understand what they're about. But like... Is there an actual... That's an interesting question about the series at large. Are morals a thing? Are, well, a tenant of society? I think morals... Like, I think that is... The bigger question of that isn't so much of the game, but it's so much of, are morals really a thing to begin with? Are morals a thing to begin with because it's the right thing to do, or is it immoral because we're told it's the right thing to do? If I'm... That's societal norm, No, really. yeah, but like... Yeah. If I'm starving and I can't afford food, is it wrong for me to go steal a loaf of bread to eat? Like, that's the most classic conundrum of them all. Yeah. But let's just say you had a, a, a significant other and 2.5 kids, right? Yes. And you got laid off from your job at the factory and your significant other... Golly. Yeah, and your significant other stood at home and you couldn't find a job because the other factory is not hiring at the moment. And... Scenario, uh... Consumed. Continue. Like, do you, do you, like, wh okay, let's just say no matter what you do, there's no way for you to get a job. Nowhere's hiring, you're picking up odd jobs, but it's not enough. And if your family needs to eat, if you go steal food, is that really a bad thing? Be you stole, f okay, you stole food. Let's say you stole a loaf of bread, right? And you go home and that's all you have. That and like an old can of like crushed tomatoes and you make a quick sauce. And that's all you have for, for dinner, right? Right. Is that wrong? Yeah, the, the the place you stole the bread from lost out on, let's say, a dollar's worth of a loaf of bread, but four human lives just continue to live another day. That's kind of like a moral philosophy question. Really. No, I know, but I'm saying... It's a really, like, expansive topic, and, like, people still argue about that shit now. No, I, I understand that, but I'm saying in 200 years after a great calamity such as nuclear hellfire... Do you really think your first idea is going to be we need we need structure? It's uh, no, it's going to be we need to fight and fend for ourselves. Yeah, I mean that's how I see it. If you think you would you would pay take that's a very survivalist standpoint. Well, that's that's say. that's just how I would see that type of a universe. Is just you have to you have to kill. Like that's it. Like do, I I know I know we said it a couple episodes back. We haven't watched The Walking Dead in a long time, but when yeah. Negan got introduced, he grabbed Carl from Rick and was like, I'm cutting a Carl's arm off. The more you fight me, the faster Carl loses this arm. And Carl's looking at Rick going, let it happen. And I remember I like called my mom and I was like, what would you do in that situation? And he's like, he's like, if you don't let me cut the arm off, everybody dies. Or you cut the arm off and everyone gets to live, Right. And I called my mom, like, what would you do? And she's like, everyone would be dead. She's like, there's no way I'd let someone take your arm. And I'm like, fuck that. Like, let me just take the arm off. You all get to live. It's it's the life of one versus the life of many. And when it comes down to, when it comes down to that 
mentality of it, like if I had my own commune or if I had my own pack or troop or tribe or whatever, and it's say 15 people and there's one dude with a gun, that dude's going down. Like my people have to eat. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's actually a really good connection like to the walking dead. Cause that's their entire thing. They have their people and they, they do what they need to for their people. Yeah. Robert Kirkman, the guy who, who created it, said that uh people would come up to him and be like oh, i don't like this show it's it's a soap opera and he's like yeah i know that's the point and like i'm paraphrasing that but he's like zombies are just a conduit to tell the story about people trying to survive like if you watch yeah. season one of the walking dead it's it's good it's all of these like oh hey look zombies boom and then you watch it like now and it's it's a soap opera <laughs> Yeah, just like with that framing, that lens to think about it. Yeah, it's it's. I think I think that's another thing that like New Vegas has all of the factions and like what is this and what is that and like when I did when I did the the uh, Legion playthrough, it didn't really leave me with like a okay, you did the right thing morally. Like I beat it, and it was just like you're a bad person. Like it didn't give me that. I think that was kind of the point. Yeah, but think about it. Do I I I leave this doctor's house and I don't remember anything about my life before that, other than apparently I was a courier, right? Right. I don't know. I don't know if I have any past gun experience. I don't know if I know how to fight. I don't know if I know how to do X, Y, or Z. So am I going to get with the people that everything is regulated, regimented, and I have to do X, Y, and Z before I could even get my first meal? Or do I want to go train with the people that are murdering and taking what they need and are living a disciplined life? Huh. I never really thought of it from that standpoint. I, I just – that's why that's why I don't buy – I think that's a big reason why I don't buy a lot of New Vegas's – uh, story because a lot of New Vegas's story is very this is because it's not is is Caesar's Legion or the NCR right is it's it's is an independent New Vegas right or is the NCR right because with with Fallout Three it's very obvious it's very obvious what um, ending is canon and yes. Fallout New Vegas is pretty obvious I think it would be independent uh new vegas honestly i really think that'd be canon because it's showing that the ncr is spreading too rapidly too fast and is getting too corrupt and caesar's legion they just make out to be nothing but a bunch of a bunch of uh, uh murder rapists, yeah. slavers which they do that stuff no i'm not saying that they don't i'm not justifying yeah. murder or rape i'm just saying that's all they make them out to be there's no they don't show anything like I, I doubt every single person under Kaisar's regime is a bad person. They're just someone trying to make it. Like, Edward Salos started out as a follower of the apocalypse before he became Caesar. Inside yeah. Caesar somewhere, there is something good. So I doubt that everybody in there is a bad person. So show that more. The yeah, and I think the most tragic part about New Vegas is that... There was, like, double the amount of game planned for Caesar's Legion than what actually made really? what was made in. But a lot of it got cut because of deadlines. Wow. And, like, I think that's tragic. Yeah, I probably would have enjoyed the game more. Because I feel like it's... You know what I... This is going to be a kind of a shitty analogy. But you know what I kind of feel like uh, New Vegas kind of is in a weird way? I feel like it's the media today. 
<laughs> because it's very really? it's very much it's this side or that side. And they don't really stop to think that there's depth to situations. Yeah, like I don't I, – I never want to get political on here, but it's very much – I watch this channel so these opinions are right. Or I watch that channel so those opinions are right. And that's very much what I feel like New Vegas kind of is. It's like, oh, the NCR all the way or Caesar's Legion all the way when no one can sit there and go, you know – I think a regimented sort type of uh, authority throughout the wastes is a good idea, but I don't like the taxes that the NCR implies. And it's like, oh, you're now under NCR rules, so now you have to pay taxes. That's kind of fucky. Where Caesar's Legion is more of like, hey, if you want to work, if you want to eat, you need to work for your food. Like, can we get something in the middle of that? And I think, um, is that what the house always wins is trying to do? No, I think it's just trying to protect himself. Which, like, of course he's trying to and protect, he wants protect to, himself. House is selfish. Yeah, and he wants to uh, wants to have Hoover Dam for himself. He just wants dominion over New Vegas. Yeah. Which, I mean, everyone does. No, and you can't blame him for it, but also he's a man who's been he's, – he's 200 and change. Like, his brain yeah. is starting to deteriorate. There's no doubt that it is. Because that's what happens when you put your brain in the computer. Yeah. I, I just – I, I think that – and I, I don't want it to come off that I don't think Fallout New Vegas is a good game. I think Fallout New Vegas is a great game. Fallout New Vegas is the first game I ever went to a midnight release for. It's the first Fallout game I've ever played. Really? Yeah. Exactly. It's just – less is more, right? In certain circumstances, yeah. I think, in, I think in a lot of things, less is more. Like I love minimalistic design. I love little minimalistic like music. I love all that type of shit, right? Yeah. That's where I think Fall 3 shines, is that it's, here's not so much, and you kind of use your imagination to fill things in. Because I don't think, hmm. I don't think, like, just, and, and this is, I'm on the spot, but New Vegas doesn't have a place like the Republic of Dave, that I just think of instantly. I mean, I guess the boomers kind of, but... You think the boomers have that big of an impact that, like... The Republic of Dave, or even Little Lamplight has. Little Lamplight is such a fucking cool idea. Yeah, it really is. Just children running around with guns and cursing at each other? Like, that's funny. Yeah. It's Fallout's macabre humor, like, at its peak. Yeah. And and I can see the kind of, like, I don't want to say irony, but I can see the humor in, here's a man who studied Caesar of ancient Rome and thought, like, the, imagine, okay, let's say in, like, 25 years, it's, like, Fallout, New Texas, and to the north, we have, uh, we have Hitler, and to the south, we have the fucking, the Texas Alamo Rangers. Like, imagine someone studied Hitler and went, you know, this guy was fucking onto something. Like, <laughs> oh you know what I mean? Like, it's... New Hitler. <laughs> like Mecca Hitler too. he's a synth. It's fucking just... I don't know. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm just saying that I think I think it could have been more realized. And like and I a think little that's less brown. A sad. <laughs> See, I think and like this is unfair because I very rarely play New Vegas without mods. So like whenever I think of New Vegas, I think of this beautiful wasteland. Yeah, well, that's a that's a that's a, a conversation and a, and a debate for another day. Mods or mods? Yeah, that's a big episode. Yeah, that's, that's... Because I am a proponent for modding, and I love it. I think it's great. And I think you're a bit more traditional, aren't you? Yeah, I, um... I mean, I'm all for playing it as the developer intended. Well, okay. I'm, 
I'll get into it without getting into it. Yeah. I've always played on console. Insert fucking boo track there. But at the same time, I understand why you'd want to play on PC. If you want to mod it, yeah, go ahead. But I also think there's a lot of mods that don't need to be put into the game. And I think there is such a thing as over-modding. I think if you're modding the game to do something that's non-canonical, then you're defeating the purpose of even playing the game. Go play fucking Gary's mod. Yeah, like, all the mods I usually do are things that fit really well. Like, um, one of my favorites is Nevada Skies. Yeah. Like, that one's so pretty. Like, that's, like, my prerequisite for playing New Vegas is that I have it. And that's just, like, textures and lighting? It, it adds, like, more realistic weather. Okay. And uh, a little bit better lighting and beautiful fucking sky textures. Yeah, and you know what? That's great. And that I could even understand. But when you're modding shit in so it's, like, you have the little pip yeah. that, like, never technically became canon, why? Why? Like, yeah, it's neat. Do you really need that, though? Yeah, I mean, I guess there's, like, some fun in excessivity. No, I understand that. Like, when when you, when you I played uh, Fallout VR with you, one of the funnest things we did was just go to the spawn room and make my character level 9999999 and yeah. just walk around punching people because it's fun to be overpowered. But, but there's, like, a time and place for it. Yeah. Like, that was our intent. That's how we were choosing to consume the game at the time. And it wasn't our first go at it. Exactly. Point. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm more of a traditional, I, I look at, I look at things I like a lot, like the way I look at food, cause I like food a lot. And in France, if you go anywhere and try to put, um, condiments on your food, the, sh- if the chef sees it, he gets like super offended. And the way it's looked at in France is, this is how I served it to you. This is how I intended for you to eat it. So I kind <laughs> of look at games as like, this is how it was made. This is how it was intended to be played. And I know people are going yeah. to disagree with that because if to I kind of disagree with that to an extent. Uh, if if a game if a company like Bethesda says, "Hey, this is our game," go mod it however you want, which they have done. That's why they released the creation kit. I totally get yeah. that. But if you give me a game, I don't really want mods in it all that much. And I think the best part about Bethesda is that they make that your decision. Yeah, exactly. But that's just, just just my opinion on it. Oh, yeah. So, I'm sorry. I feel like I totally took over. Um, <laughs> what do you like about New Vegas, Declan? I mean, the thing I like about New Vegas is... I mean, number one, iron sights, let's be real. It's just, like, undisputably better. Well, do you know why Fallout 3 didn't have it? Um, because Fallout 3 was Oblivion with guns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they just did the same zoom-in that they yeah. didn't think but go on sorry i really like about new vegas is the little like nooks and crannies mm-hmm. like i i love that Look, like give me an example explain i love that i can just like poke my nose in somewhere and find an interesting story and like to this day i still find interesting things it's just like skyrim like but with new vegas i feel like there's the flair just feels it feels different i don't know like you never have to go to, like, say, what is it? The, like, NCR outpost like with, like, the guy shaking hands? Yeah. Like, you never have to go up there if you, like, don't want to. But, like, if you go up there, you meet arguably one of the most interesting companions in the entire uh, in the entire game. Cass. The entire game. Cass. Yeah. I fucking love Cass. You like, have a thing for, like, punchy, fucking snappy, quick-witted women in games. Yeah. 
I like a woman with big dick energy. Ugh. <laughs> I hate that saying. I I, th- I think it's just a funny saying. I don't, you know, I just think it's funny. No, I get it. I just, I don't know. But like, I love Cass. She's so fucking cool. And like, even if you go on the roof of the outpost, I think uh, there's a ghost? woman up there named Ghost. Yeah. yeah, Ghost. Like, I feel like in there's so many more interesting like characters that have no no point. Like, there's no point to them. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just there to enrich the world a little bit. And I think New Vegas, or I think Three, it does a good job with that. But I feel like they're very centralized in like the hubs. Like, all of the interesting characters are in Megaton or they're in Rivet City. Even the vault or like Republic of Dave, like the big settlements. But I feel like in New Vegas, you could really find some interesting like side stories just out of the big places. Yeah. And um, despite disagreeing with other people, I think the layout of New Vegas is really good and allows for a very open experience. I disagree with you, but go on. I think you you disagree with me. Um, Friend of the show, White Collar, disagrees. Upon getting dug up by Victor and getting my brain stitched back together, uh-huh. as soon as I walk out the door, I can go any direction I goddamn want. I mean, Fallout 3, same thing. But, like, with Fallout 3, the you can see Megaton in the distance. And, like, of course, that's the point of interest. It's something new and interesting. It's your first time in this wasteland. But with New Vegas, it's just sand. And that's it. There's nothing that immediately is supposed to grab my eye and that I'm supposed to go to. And like you like that. Yeah, I like the idea of just walking in a direction until I find something myself. It's like the explorer attitude. Huh, okay. Because and I like that there's absolutely nothing out of the gate. I mean, of course there's good springs, but like good springs is good springs. Yeah. But I see I don't I don't like I was watching a many a true nerd I'm pretty sure it was many a true nerd and he made like this point of the way if you were to just do the main quest line how it kind of takes you And it leaves a lot of things out that it's like, hey, go out and see this. Like, take a break and go check shit out and come back. And I think that that's a good point. But as a game, like, my gamer archetype is an explorer. I love going out and just finding all that small shit on my own. And you're a collector. Yeah. You're, I know yours. Um, There's actually a really interesting, like, diagnosis for, like, your game archetype. Oh, is it a test? Um, Can I take it? Yeah, I think I've made you take it before. Why didn't we um, fucking really take good this one? on? We gotta take this on the show. So, there's a really interesting quiz you can do. It's on a website called Quantic Foundry. And it kind of, like, you tell them about your gameplay experiences, like what you like, what you don't like, games that you really enjoyed, games you really didn't. And it kind of, like, does some math and does an algorithm on your entire game existence. And it tells you games you're likely to like and your like game profile like oh, cool. things that you find valuable in a game yeah that's awesome and i just new vegas really allows me to just explore without anything in my way like i can just turn off the quest marker to do uh victor's quest and go find benny and i can just walk in any direction i want yeah you can yeah and i i like that but i also feel like i think i think an open world game is is probably one of the hardest things to do oh absolutely Especially when you're a company like Bethesda that values a story. Yeah. You have to make it where it's the world is the it's okay, I think I said this before, but a Fallout game is like an like a Woody Allen movie. The city itself, the landscape that you're in, the map, is a character all to its own. 
So if you watch Annie Hall, like you have to understand that Manhattan is a character. When they leave Manhattan and Annie Hall, it's so different because it's not Manhattan. Like when they go to the country where Annie's from, it's a total like juxtaposition and all the shots are kind of like close in because it's not it's not what uh Woody Allen's character is used to. And I think it's very small. Well, it's it's the country is wide open. But all the shots are so close in. When you go to the city, there's wider shots, but it's also claustrophobic. But it's because he's yeah. what he's used to. So when you have a place like New Vegas that you can just kind of leave and it's like, now what? Where do I go from here? New Vegas is three separate states. Like that game is three step separate states. Remember we were like going over the map and shit? Yeah. A few episodes back. And... 3 is just, without the DLC, 3 is just DC. And I feel like there's more shit to do in DC than there is in than there is in uh, New Vegas. I feel like that's fair. I just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, it's, and I'm not, I, like I said, I'm not saying it's a bad game, because it's not. I put a ton of hours in New Vegas. New, New Vegas is a really good game. It's just, I, I don't know, I just think, I just think Bethesda did a better job, and that's just my opinion, really. Yeah, I think that's fair. I um I don't know. Another thing that I really like is that I mean, I'm trying to figure out how to word it. Because like Fallout 3 is dangerous because there are maniacs all over the place mm-hmm. and super mutants and it's a capital where the population was high and it's dangerous in that respect, but New Vegas is socially dangerous and I really like that. Okay, I, that, I was like political you were say that. intrigue. Yeah, like, and you know, I I'm a dungeon master for like my D and D games. I love a good political intrigue. I know, and uh, I play only charismatic characters. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, so yeah. you you are well yeah. suited to deal with that. Yeah, but I love that if I'm walking around and I shoot the wrong person in the head, I might have a mob boss on me. Like, I really like the idea that everyone has an agenda and a connection to other people that really in other games you don't have to worry too much about. I mean, of course, if you shoot at someone with the power armor, you're going to bother the Brotherhood of Steel. But, like, it's so much cooler that if I shoot a raider, I know that the jackals are mad, but the great cons aren't. Okay, I understand what you're saying. And I thought you were going to take it a different way, kind of. I don't disagree with you. But I don't, I'm not a big fan of the whole, like how you said, it's more of like a diplomatic thing. I don't like that. Like, I don't think ever in the wasteland there would be that many diplomats. I think a diplomatic guy is like a rarity. And that's kind of why I like playing as diplomatic characters. Like, it's just a guy who could talk his way out of shit. Because it's like, I'm a big I mean, bad man with a gun and a big hammer. But I can talk my way out of shit. I mean... Also, in New Vegas, doing a charisma build is literally just cheating. Yeah, exactly. Because with a hundred speech and a hundred barter, you can literally it's cheat codes for the game. You can yeah. make everyone do anything. Exactly. So it's like it, it's like that's it's such a necessity to have that to be able to do that to be able to say like okay, I can do X, Y, and Z, and that's why every time I remade a character, if I wasn't luck, I was charisma. And I would throw it into something else and do like a small guns or something because it was just like, this is the way, not the way you're going to like run through the game, but this is the way you're going to make the game 
almost a more enjoyable experience because it's like you can breeze through and still shoot and have fun. If that makes I mean, sense. I definitely feel that because my most recent playthrough is my luck and strength build. Yeah. So not having high charisma, it's kind of killing me. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in New Vegas because it's a very charisma I feel like based game where in three it's like, okay, I didn't play a charisma character. I played a strength character. I played a, uh, an energy weapons character, an explosives character. It's like, okay, that makes a lot of more sense for the environment that you're in because the environment that you're in, those are the people you have to deal with. The only time you meet diplomatic characters are, are times when it gets so almost like ingrained into your memory to who the diplomatic characters are like eulogy Jones uh alistair tenpenny like augustine it's alice it's alistar no no i'm talking about the uh the guy from raven rock what's his name not john henry eden his other guy oh um augustus autumn but like you know who the charisma uh characters are in fallout 3 i get that yeah and it's it's kind of like like when you play a a charismatic character it's like oh this is uh this is what I ju- like I I I I will remember him because what I can say to him because I know that he's kind of what I am if that makes sense. Like he's smart enough to be sweet talked. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get down to it, who who's the who's the most snake-tongued people in the world? Pimps. Pimps look at women, tell them that they're nothing and everything at the same time, and then they go, go make me money, and they have sex with people and give the pimp all the money. And the pimp goes, if you want something, I buy it for you. And they have that in um, Paradise Falls. And Paradise Falls is is a pimp who controls a bunch of raiders and a bunch of women. Like, that's so fucking crazy. I can give you that one. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just... Oh, and I do have the definitive reason why New Vegas is better. Okay, let me hear it. The definitive reason is because uh, you have a big iron on your head. Oh, well, of course. Of course. I uh, I definitely agree with you 110%. Yeah, the soundtrack for New Vegas, I really like. And I love the soundtrack for Fallout 3. I really love it. I've, but I've come New to Vegas has some, yeah. some jams. I've come to appreciate it more recently. Like, um, when 76 was announced, I think it was Draco Deathclaw, maybe Doland, and no respawns on Twitter. A shout out to all you guys. Come on the show. Um, they, uh, they, someone tweeted out, maybe it was Lone, maybe it was Maddie. I don't remember. Somebody, everyone's welcome on the show. Um, special guest Kyle, come back on the show. Uh, <laughs> someone tweeted out, I've got spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle. And they replied over the course of a day and just did the whole song. That's incredible. Like, Fallout 3 has Butcher Pete, uh, Bingo Bango Bongo, I Don't Want to Leave the Congo. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, like, like it has a lot of good songs, but, like, I think that... Oh, and Let's Go Sunning? Let's Go Sunning! It's so good for you. Uh, but I think that, like, a lot of a lot of New Vegas songs are really, really good, and I didn't appreciate them till like, later on because they're so, like, they're so stupid. And Blue Moon's amazing. Blue Moon's amazing. And, um, Crash, I was just gonna say Bang, Da-na-na-na, Orange Colored Sky. I mean, that was actually accidentally cut from the game. No, I know, I know, but... But it was supposed to be in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Orange Colored Sky is really good. I love that song. That's a great fucking song. Yeah. 
No, I I think they're both I think they're they're both very good games. I think all of the Fallout games in their own respects are very very good games. Fallout Four I have my gripes with. Fallout Three I have my gripes with. New Vegas I have my gripes with. Seventy six. We'll see. Yeah, let me get a little more time into it. But do you all around? Fucking good game, good egg of a game. If you haven't played Fallout New Vegas, it is constantly going on sale the ultimate edition on steam declan so it comes with like everything declan i know i'm just advertising to listeners that might be new dude we're a fucking fallout podcast maybe they really liked fallout 4 okay all right you'll give me that one. okay yeah i you know what i just i don't know i'm the type of person that wants to go back and watch the thing or play the things and watch the things that came before it like when the witcher 3 came out i didn't play the witcher 1 and 2 so i was like i'm not playing this yeah, and I know I know what everyone's response is going to be, but you played Fallout Three without the first two. Yeah, I did, and now look at me. I played most of them. I went back. Yeah. I haven't finished one. I haven't finished two, but I played them. I under I know the story. Like I've looked into it. Like you understand it because I've immersed yourself in the world. Yeah, because I was so compelled by three. Sometimes you just need a jumping off point. Yeah. Do you know what else we sometimes need? Uh, Shane Ivers. Yeah, would you uh, would you tell us a little uh, bit about him? So, if you'd like to get our intro song "Feather Duster" by the wonderful Shane Ivers, you can get it at www.silvermansounds.com/slash/freemusic/slash/featherduster. But don't use it for your show because it's the theme song of our show. And if you that it is, and if you'd like to follow this show on Twitter, you can follow us at Atomic Radio Hour again. That is at Atomic Radio Hour. We also have a Discord where you can find us. The link will be down below. But if you'd like to follow either myself or Declan, you can follow Declan at... Declan underscore Bian. On Twitter, once again, what is that? Declan underscore Bian. If you want, I can hit it a third time. Do you want another one? Yeah, yeah hit me, hit All me right, so that's Declan underscore Bian. But where can they find you? Me? Right now? No, no, on the internet. Uh, oh. This magical, wonderful on place. The internet. That's a different story. But if you'd like to find me on Twitter, you can find me at the underscore Boogans. Once again, that's the underscore Boogans, all capitals. Are we going to do a uh, original piece of content for this week? Because it's like a, an atomic radio half hour? Um, Are you asking me in show? I'm uh, I'm on vacation. You're on vacation. You tell the fine folks at home. Um, for your wonderful piece of uh, original content, we will deliver on our promise for having something. But guess what? You'll just have to wait until I figure it out. <laughs> so here it is. The, this is this was a good episode. Definitely. Thank you. I'm sorry that I kind of took it and no, honestly, uh, I thought it was a really good ass episode. Oh, here's the content. Yeah, Sorry, the mic's still on. Bye, guys. Great. All right, that's a wrap. All right, cool. Hey, thanks for being cool about this because I'm on, like, I'm away and everything. Oh yeah, no problem. I actually, I actually got a call from my doctor today. Oh no, shit, are you alright? Yeah, I should be good. It's uh, it's nothing do more wanna, than just a fungal wanna, infection. It's not anything bad. Do you want to talk about it? Like, yeah, I I don't know. I might have I might have caught something from somebody. I I got a couple like scans and shit done, but I I don't think it's I don't think it's anything. 
Um, I'm still waiting back to see if I have to call anybody. Because, you know, they make you do that whole thing where it's like, make sure you Yeah, call like, you got to follow up and shit. Yeah, yeah and I just, I, like, that's what I'm dreading the most is having to call somebody and being like... I mean, is it going to be covered by your insurance, dude? Dude, I don't fucking know. It's 2018 and we don't live in Canada, so I'm not sure. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. Like, what do I do? Is, like, my life over now? Like, I, I thought it was going to be like, oh, you got a cut and now look what happened. And it's just... You know what I mean? Listen, listen. It's fine... They'll just give you something, like a prescription or something, you'll be fine. I've been chugging Tylenol. Well, that's not a prescription. You gotta get fucking, like, real drugs. I can't afford that, and I'm afraid that I'll fucking get addicted to something. No, not like opioids. Son, doctors get like money. Like an antifungal or something. What am I gonna do? I don't fucking know. I don't know, dude. It's kind of scary. Well, I guess I'll just have to kill you. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Oh, shit, the mic's still on. Oh, fuck, you're recording? Yeah, oh. Dude, fuck. why are Hold you on. recording? You said it was a rap. Hold on, Hold on. Let, me, let, me, let me stop it. Hold on. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. Podcast.